Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week we are visiting Ratatouille, Le Adventure Totalement to Key de Remy. Rosotatan. Or <laughs> Ratatouille the Adventure, as it's called, at the Walt Disney Studios Park. And we're reading out the worst reviews that people have left for it. So uh, get ready for some, uh, well, get your cheese ready. Get your cheese and crackers ready and enjoy. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So we thought with Disneyland Paris being mm. a week away from me as we record, we'd you know head into one of the most popular rides at the parks. It's it's funny because when you sent me that link, yes. I my mind just assumed it was the one in Epcot. No. So it's good job you said <laughs> it's a good job you said that it's in that it's in the studios park. Um, it would be an interesting comparison, though, to do it for the Epcot one. It would. It at would at some um, point. Yeah, um, I mean, maybe uh, we can we could do that next week. To be fair, and as a little follow-up, yeah. assuming and, they've got like a decent amount of reviews by now, I um, reckon they probably will. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, this one. So this one's got four point seven with three thousand three hundred thirty-eight reviews on Google. So rated very very well. Yeah, I mean. I, I personally rate it quite highly. I do, do really enjoy this attraction. Um, yeah. I, I, I Piper's not a hundred percent, so <laughs> so she doesn't know she's going. Yeah, but we have been talking like talking to her about certain rides and things, which we do anyway, because she can't. She does enjoy it. She talks really fondly of her trip in to, to Florida. I think mm-hmm. May is. She remembers bits and pieces of it, and um, we said, "Oh, should we, you know, one day should we go on the the Remy ride again?" She goes. Oh, but I don't like the naughty man. <laughs> I like the internal conflict of like, I do like the attraction, but I don't like the naughty man. Yeah, but now she's very much, I'm going to, she's this morning said, I'm going to put some glasses on. And when the naughty man comes, I'm going to throw tomatoes at him. <laughs> okay, okay. I like, I like the tactic. We'll see how that goes. And that comes from, there's a, there was a Disneyland, a Disney Pixar like Connect game that came out years ago. Yeah, they remade it for the new like the new consoles, and it was on Game Pass. So I, I downloaded it, and we were playing it. And in the the Remy in the Ratatouille mini game, you throw tomatoes at him. Oh, okay. Okay. So she's gone. Okay. I, I now I got now I know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. I'll I'll report back. I'm <laughs> not optimistic. I'll be honest. Yeah. I I I fear her plan may fall 
yeah. pull apart when she actually gets in there. Yeah. But, but, you know, give it a go. She also wants to give Mickey Mouse a cuddle. Okay. Again. I, I'm not optimistic. <laughs> we will try. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, she seems very keen to do it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Whereas good. You know, three, four months ago, if you mentioned Mickey Mouse and cuddle, she'd go, no. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, whether she'll be the same when like a six foot yeah. Mickey Mouse character is, is is stood in front of her, we'll see. We'll see. I hope so. I hope it'll be all, it'll be all right because it would be nice. Oh, yeah. I've yeah, yeah. been watching a lot of Tim Tracker. Okay. Now I know people's opinions of him are, you know, differ depending on who you are. But his uh-huh. his kid, he's got a video where his kid's like hugging Mickey Mouse and stuff, and we showed that to Piper, and so she knows it's okay. Oh, okay. Is, is his kid. Similar age to Piper. I think he's a year older. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But not too, not wildly different. Yeah. 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 Because that's the thing. Obviously, it is, it is she'll get to an age where she really enjoys it and you really likes meeting the characters and all that sort of stuff, isn't it? It's just a case yeah. of when, you know, when she gets to that point. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we, we definitely will be doing the Princess Pavilion this time around. Okay. Yeah. I guess you could, you, for one thing, you've got a little bit more time <laughs> for the, uh, for the listeners, Ryan was putting a thumbs a thumbs up with a grimacing face. Yeah, what Princess <laughs> Princess is true, and it's, it's different every day. So it could, it's a treat. Day. It, it could be a treat for for Piper and for Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> I got my fingers crossed for uh, Rapunzel. Oh, okay, okay, that's what that's what you're aiming for. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be awkward no matter, no matter who it is because it's just not my thing. But if if I yeah. know. It, I've got to do what she wants to do. Well, it's fine because you can just throw the kid at the uh, yeah at the character, whoever it may be, and uh, and you don't have to do much. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I've noticed on some of like Tim Tim Tracker's videos, it's quite awkward. Right. Okay. You know, because he's like, "Oh, I like your apron, Mickey," and obviously they can't talk, so Mickey's just like pointing at the apron and doing doing like a yeah. thumbs up. I mean, I guess with the Princess Pavilion, they can talk, so yeah, it makes life a little bit easier. Yeah, um, but yeah, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's it's very strange. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, Pluto, what's your favorite menu on the buffet?" That's a very complicated question to ask. You, you, character I mean, that can't talk. You you could see for a split second Pluto just like panicking, like you know, yeah. you, you could just see behind the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he pointed <laughs> to the bacon, and then like did the rub, rub the tummy kind of thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Kind of stalled it out. Yeah, and Tim's like, oh, you like bacon? Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I mean, if you will ask very like difficult That's questions. very specific, isn't it? Like, that is on you, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So let's get into some reviews. As we said, we both enjoy this attraction. Um, I will say that sometimes the screen is a little off in Paris. Um. Yeah. What based on what with the three D glasses? Yeah. 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 I. I don't know what it is about that because. I don't know whether it has it always been like that, or has it sort of like slowly degraded over time? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, which is weird because you think how does that actually happen? Is it is it the glasses that just get? Is that, I mean, it must of, be the projectors because yeah, I don't know. Lauren did the same, and mm. it wasn't three D. I think a lot of sort of 3D attractions tend to go a little bit that way, don't they? Yeah, but sort of. I, I don't know why. 3D. So oh, I, think, I see. I think it's like the more you use the like projector is just on like 20, like, you know, 
almost mm. 24 hours of a day. It just burns it out a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's got to be a, a lot to do with it. Yeah, because it, yeah, as I say, it definitely does happen in quite a few, quite a lot of yeah. like, 3D attractions, isn't it? Over time, it sort of gets a bit out of whack. Yeah. So, so like that, that would be the only kind of niggle I have with this, but I do really enjoy it. I think it's a great ride. I mean, there's not an awful lot to do at Walt Disney Studios still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even, even with Marvel added in. I mean, I will say that I'm, I'm actually really excited because I, I found out that Piper can do Spider Man. So, oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Well, I think I'm pretty sure she can. I don't think I've made that up. <laughs> I, I'm just going to double check. I mean, I guess that, that's the thing. It's not, it's not exactly like that intense of, a, of an attraction. Yeah. Um, so, and you were like well enclosed and all that sort of stuff. So, don't. I guess I'm not. I'm not surprised. Yeah, which would be really cool. I think if if, if she can. Mm. Just checking. Spider Man Web Adventure. She likes Spider Man, doesn't she? She does like Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. That probably comes from my nephew. Oh, what the um, reason she likes Spider Man? Single right. It doesn't say that it's got a height restriction, so I'm assuming. Oh no, height restriction. No height restrictions. There you go. Ah, there you go. That's good. So it says not advised for pregnant women, but I've seen people ride it, and it doesn't seem to go to be intense at all. I don't remember it being intense. Um, um, I'm going to ride it with Piper first and go. Okay, right. Yes, this is fine. No, it's not. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm really. I mean, great that I can do a ride with. You know, we can do a ride with Piper that's Marvel themed. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's good. Nice. That's the thing, as you as you say, like with the with the additional Marvel, there's not you know it doesn't add much because that's the thing. There's only one extra attraction on what yeah. they had before, so it's yeah. kind of like you know it's not it's not exactly going to save the park much. No, um, I mean to to be honest, this like combined with the fact that Eurostar's cancelling the direct trains late this year. Yeah, I can't see us going to Disneyland Paris again until Frozen is open. Hmm. Which is Which, when, when is that? The, I don't know. I mean, it's very barely started. Right. So I, okay. I would. I would guess it's either going to be if they get their asses into gear next summer. But my gut Ooh. probably. My, my gut says twenty twenty five. I mean, my 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 initial thought was twenty five twenty six. Yeah. Hang on, I, hang on my dog's, dog's going off. Oh, okay. Yep. This is what happens when uh, when you have dogs and you're recording a podcast. But yeah, I mean, I'm. I think it's going to open in in twenty twenty four, but I'm going to Google it while Dan is off sorting his dog out. It is. Get ready for it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like talk while you're away. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's that question of do you edit it out or not. No, um, the answer is no. I do not edit it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. He, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what set him off. Probably saw something in the garden. Oh, it doesn't have an opening date yet. Oh, is it not? Right. Okay. No, because I yeah. think it's going to be very similar to the one that's coming in Hong Kong this year. So I would, okay. I would think twenty twenty five. Right. Because then, I mean, this is Disney. They're not going to be getting it ready within the year. No, no, especially if they've only recently sort of broken yeah, ground. It looks like they've only really. I think they've been working on it for a while, but like some of the structures have only just started going up. Right. Do you get is, is there is there quite as much like aerial photography in Paris compared to like Disney World? No, no, certainly nothing like bioconstruct. Is it bioconstruct? Yeah. Is it bioconstruct um, or bioreconstruct? I can't remember which well, one. Yeah, well, it's I something like that, isn't it? He's yeah. Brilliant. I mean, 
Oh yeah, he's recently been in, in in hospital, so hopefully he's all right. But yeah, I think he's been in and out, hasn't he? Yeah, fingers crossed he's all right. But his his content is absolutely brilliant. Um, mm, yeah, really, really good. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that, he, that he's allowed to do it. But I think it's um, you know, there's a guy that I follow that um takes his drone around to various places around the UK, right? And purposely, purposely gets into arguments with people because um, <laughs> basically that you know. They come out and they say you can't fly your drone over over here. It's private property, right? So he went to like Silverstone, um, which for those that don't know in the US, it's a it's our kind of Grand Prix circuit over here, our mm-hmm. F one circuit. Um, and they come out and they're like, you can't do this. We've got an event going on. You you know you absolutely can't can't film here. And he's like, well, actually I can. Um, I'm not I'm not in your private land, and my drone is under however much weight it is here's the civil um right you know saying like i can fly it wherever i want because my drone's so small mm-hmm. and they're yeah. like uh, every single time <laughs> and they still try and argue and he's like call the police i, I mean i'm surprised i'm surprised i because I, I completely understand that i'm surprised silverstone don't have like a rule don't have like some sort of protection about that because you think if a drone fell while they're doing a race yeah like that could be dangerous yeah it's, um, it's strange apparently like it's to do with like you could own the land but you can't own the airspace yeah i mean that makes sense yeah it's just i guess i guess i'm surprised that a place like that doesn't have like a protection from yeah you know because they must be able to protect like certain areas and that sort of stuff you, you, which they well they do like airports and stuff don't they yeah um, not like that we defective. shut down Gatwick for like yeah. four days, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into some reviews for, for Ratatouille. So first one is from the Spence family. Sounds British, doesn't it? Really does. It does, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is my first review ever. And I really do wish it was for a good reason, but it isn't. I waited more than three hours to get on the Remy Ratatouille ride, though the wait time only stated one and a half hours. Then after that, I was at the front of the line. I was informed that the ride had stopped due to a malfunction. They did not close the ride. They chose to let people still stand there knowing that the ride would not open again that day. So yes, that's my experience with the ride. I didn't even get to ride. Not the magical experience that was intended. I mean, I don't think that they knew straight away when the ride went down (laughs) that it wouldn't open again that day. Yeah, I mean, presumably at some point they said, look, it's you know it's looking bad. It's not going to open for some time. Clear the queue. That, yeah. That's that's what they do. Like, yeah, they did that with um, Phantom Manor at one point when I was out there. Yeah, you know. Did you get um, a, a ticket for a different experience? No, I didn't actually. Well, that's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think I did. I mean, because I I mean I wasn't like at the front of the queue. Yeah, I was like part way down the queue, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I didn't get anything for that. Um. I mean, if you, I think, I think if you were at the front of the queue, maybe, you ex- yeah, you might expect something because you've obviously been queuing some time. Um, I remember I, when um, um, the days where rides would go down in Disney World, and mm. there'd just be some cast member like at the, at the at the front of the queue where everyone's exiting with like a stack of like paper fast passes. <laughs> just yeah, going, there yeah. You go, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and it would be like you can ride all of these rides apart from the one you really want to go on. Yeah, apart from the really good one, yeah, the really busy one, not yeah. that one, yeah. But yeah, no, I, 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 I wouldn't think they would give this person nothing if they've been waiting for three hours. 
Yeah, and I mean, I can only assume that the you know the reason he waited three hours was because maybe it was having trouble. Yes, while he was queuing, and so it kept going down, com- coming down, and going up, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, it's, it's like Tower of Terror in um, Hollywood Studios. So hmm. everyone's been complaining that that's had ridiculous wait times recently. Okay, but most people don't know that one side of it was has been under refurbishment for quite a while. Oh, I see. Right, yeah. Only one of the lifts was actually going. Only one Therefore, of the towers was going. Yeah, you slashed your throughput in half. Yeah, I mean it's now back up and running at full capacity, but that was the reason. Right. The only, the only thing I say I don't like about this ride is that the it it kind of pretends like oh it's this random path that you're going on, but all of the the lines on the floor you're like surely there must be a system that you can design that doesn't leave those. I, I'm, I feel like I'm nitpicking. But <laughs> you know, you know all the like the the lines in the vehicles you can see all over the place on the floors. Yeah, like surely there must be like the magnetic system that exists that means you you don't have to have those. I mean, you would have thought so because you'd kind of think, well, surely they're just programmed. Why can't they just be programmed to follow a certain motion? Yeah, rather than follow a line on a track. Because obviously there's because there's multiple lines on the track, aren't there? So I don't know I don't know how it yeah. works in terms of how does car A dis, you know go one way and car B goes another way. So obviously they're obviously programmed to be in like a certain order. And sometimes you can see them but, thinking, and then and then it does yeah. like the shuffle, doesn't it? Especially when yeah. you're coming into the unloading and loading area. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, you kind of think, well, why do they have to follow the line if they can? You know, could they not just be yeah, I don't know, but we're, we're clearly not. Yeah, right, right. Construction experts. No, exactly, exactly. I'm sure there's probably a reason for it, but I'm yeah. sure there is. I'm sure there is. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I do feel like it's a little nitpicky. I mean, I said that. Know. I said it was. It just annoys me. <laughs> I don't know why. You just don't want to see any lines. Is that what it, you don't want to see anything? You just no. want it to be magical. I want it to be magical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Naomi Smith, Smythe, Smythe, maybe. Yeah. This is this is dreadful. I don't know how people are giving it a high rating. The visuals are really poor. This would have been good in the 90s, but things should be higher definition now. It was really boring. I think, Naomi, <laughs> what you've got to do is put your glasses on. Yes, yes. You need the, the glasses work. The glasses are there for a reason, Naomi. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she didn't pick any up. That, that I have seen someone do that. Yeah. <laughs> All these people grabbing. I'm sure I don't need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my own glasses. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And I can see everyone here in 3D. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that first of all, she's like the visuals are poor, and then it's really boring. Like, it's definitely not a boring ride. No, no. And uh, I know, I know we've sort of said, you know, the visuals could be better, but. They're not. They're not terrible. No, you know. Just uh, Giuseppe Toscano says. I think he might great. be Italian. I think he might. Yeah. There's actually a place uh, in in the town that we live in called Giuseppe's as well, which is very nice food. I'd recommend Giuseppe's. it. Giuseppe's. Okay. Anyone visiting Worthing? Very nice food. Uh, area is great. Crepes are great. The ride. Starts off, I, actually, I fail to believe that the crepes here are good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you said that in France generally, I'd be like, yeah, they probably are. But in, <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Disneyland Paris, 
I find it very hard to believe that any food option is is great within the parks. Now, I've been told reliably by Craig, who won't mind me mentioning his name, who just okay. come back from Paris, that the food now, and and Nick actually, both said that the food in Paris now is is not is is pretty good. I'm ready, you... to be, I'm ready to be proved wrong, but I was there okay. last year and I didn't feel that. Yeah, I mean, I was there last year as well, and I did not feel that. I am um, trying a few more restaurants this time around. So right. we've, we've got, I think we, I've said before, we have just lost all, all thought of where I'm actually going to eat, <laughs> which, is, which is great, isn't it? You geared it up nicely. You're going to list all these things off. Yeah. And nothing. <laughs> so we're going to the, the Mexican buffet at Santa Fe. Okay. Uh, that, that's kind of Donna's choice. She likes Mexican food. So we thought, okay, we'll go there. Sure. I'm not expecting amazing things, but how badly can you get fajitas wrong? You know? We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you've been to Paris before, right? I, I do remember having that buffet before many years ago and it was it was quite enjoyable. So like Okay, okay. Uh, we're going Holding to Pim, out hope. Pim's Test Kitchen, which is a buffet. Yep. And I've booked the uh, Italian restaurant inside the Art of Marvel. I managed to get a reservation there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Which I mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. But yeah, the food looks quite nice. Although again, like two out of three of those aren't actually in the park. No, that's which, true. Which we've always said, the food outside of the park is a lot better than the food in the park. Yes. Um, yeah, that is, that is very true. So yeah. I, I think I'm just going to get the actual name because people are going to be shouting at me if I don't. Uh, it's is called it the Manhattan just... Restaurant. Oh, okay. Not Giuseppe's. Not Giuseppe's. <laughs> uh, where apparently you, they describe it as live like Tony Stark and enjoy fi- fine dining service and a delicious locally sourced homemade dish while admiring your elegant surroundings, in particular, the stunning Asgardian chandelier. I'm pretty sure Tony Stark doesn't eat relatively cheap Italian food. Yeah, every day. Every day. Yeah. Is, is it is the menu like solely Italian food? It is, but it's like posh Italian food. Right. It feels very strange to sort. Of, I mean, it's a it's a very big reach to link Tony Stark into that, isn't it? Yeah, because it's kind of like you know, do, do we ever see him eating Italian food in in the in the no, film? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm going to get. I mean, I'm sure he does. Like as a character, I'm sure he does. But, yeah. You know, there's like mean, a bit do, of stretch. They do things like, I mean, again, risotto, like various pastas. Mm-hmm. Trying to read. Uh, I'm trying to read the English underneath the the French to show my British ignorance here. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, the menu looks good. It looks. It's pricey. You know, I'm not going right. to lie. But I wanted to try I, it. I think anything in the Marvel Hotel is. I mean, the lasagna is 30 euros. I mean, that's... Okay, yeah. You know, Which is like 30 pounds. That's that's a bit of a mistake in my mind. But, yeah, and, you know, we might change our mind when we're out there and think, actually, we don't fancy it there. I definitely want to go to the um, the Skyline Bar, though, that's there. Oh, what, at the hotel? Yeah. Right. So those are the three restaurants that we booked. But we may change, you know, as as you do when you're out there, you change your mind. Go actually, mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll you know we'll we'll definitely grab a um, Starbucks every morning because the Starbucks there is amazing. Uh, what the um at the village? Yeah, like the, all the pastries yeah. they've got. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, uh, oh yeah. They have, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going blank then for a second. Yes, they have a they have a brilliant selection there, don't they? Yeah. Um, they even like have like pancakes and stuff in the morning. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. It's just like stacks and stacks of pancakes. Um, but yeah, they have an amazing selection there. Their donuts as well. 
mm. that they've got there are so good. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, no, we'll like, be stopping there every day. Yeah. No, no, we did um do the same, do the same when we went there. Um yeah, I don't think I don't think like yes, they have, you know, you can get like buffet um breakfast and that sort of stuff, but I they do I do find the to be honest. Yeah, I mean like even in Disney World, I find the buffet breakfasts are a bit are a bit poor. very expensive. Very expensive for Mickey not a, yeah, for not a big selection. Yeah, um, one, one I would say I would I will fight the corner on this one is Animal Kingdom Lodge at Boma. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've I've not not been there, so I can't. Absolutely fantastic! Like the right. best buffet breakfast. Well, it was before COVID. I've not been since. Right. You know, yeah. A lots of change. A lots changed then, but it was always my favorite. Like lots of um, different like meats available. You had mm-hmm. like loads of different options for, for breakfast: the waffles, pancakes, all that kind of thing that you normally get. But like sausages, like bacon, loads of pastries and things as well. It was really right. good. I wonder if the ones in the hotels are generally better because I've really only been to the ones in the parks. And so it's yeah, like probably because, yeah, because that's the thing. Obviously, the ones in the park have to deal with like extremely high throughput and, you know, the, the hotels do as well. But obviously, yeah, that's their like, main purpose, isn't it? So also the ones in the parks get away with it to a certain extent because mostly people go for characters. Yeah. Whereas in the hotels, it's like, well, I'm here for the food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, Giuseppe says, uh, starts off really cool, but then the video scenes vibrate, distortion all over the place. Uh, would I go on it again? Sure, if it's no more than a 10 minute wait and I'm with friends who never went on it. Period. Okay. Okay. I mean, so he's never going on it again because it's never going to be a 10 minute wait. No, it so. is a ridiculously <laughs> long wait, I, th- I think. But I think that's because uh, D- Disney Studios has no rides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same with like Crush's Coaster, isn't yeah. it? Really, like that is that has an obscene view. It's, like, a, it's, it's just a good ridiculous, ride, but it's not that. It's not like worth no, waiting three hours for. It doesn't warrant the queue, and I don't like. I don't know whether it's like a, a self fulfilling prophecy. I don't know if that's the because it's kind of like whether it's it's so busy because. It's so busy. I yeah, know. I don't mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like you walk past it, you go, oh, it's, it's a two hour wait. It must be good. Yeah. Because because everyone rushes there. And, yeah. they, at, you know, when the park opens, even there's there were more people. When I went there, there were more people queuing for Crush's Coaster than going to the new Spider-Man ride. That's mad. It's just like ridiculous. I mean, to be honest, you know, if I can't remember it, there's quite a few things down for refurbishment when we're there, which is fine. Like, I'm not going for Big Thunder Mountain because I can't ride it at the moment. Piper's not tall enough. Yeah. You know, I'm not, you know, I love it. I'd go mm-hmm. on if it was open, but because it's not, I don't really care. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna spoil your trip. No. Um, you know, but Crush's Coaster, it, I'll probably pay premium access for it if I want to go on it. Okay. Because it's just me riding it. Oh, I see, because um I take it Piper can't ride it. No, she's not tall enough. So I'm not gonna stand in a, in a queue for three hours. Yeah. When I could just premium access it and, and be gone for like twenty minutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. Uh, you know, and I didn't do it last time because the queue was ridiculous and I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, because that's the I, thing. I, I think, might do it this time. Yeah, the only time that we rode it was when we rope dropped it. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So like the first day we rope dropped Spider Man, thinking it was going to be <laughs> thinking it was going to be really really busy. Yeah. Um, and we got on there like straight away. And yet, and when we were out to crush, it was like the queue was ridiculous. 
Yeah, um, and then the next day that we we then rope dropped Crush. So we're also thinking because the weather in Paris, you know, is Paris. So <laughs> at the minute, the Sunday Monday are, are fine. Okay. So we're thinking Sunday night we're going to try and do the drone show in the studios because we won't go to the Disneyland Park until the Monday. Okay. Yeah. Because we don't, we arrive like mid afternoon on the Sunday. Yeah. So we'll probably go into the studios, spend a couple of hours there, watch the drone show, head back. Mm-hmm. On the Monday, we'll kind of probably watch the fireworks just just in case, because I think like at the minute, obviously the weather can always change, especially in Paris. But yeah, it's looking like Monday on uh, Tuesday onwards is like scattered showers. Okay. Okay. So if, if we watch them and we get to see it again, fine. But if the weather means that we can't, then it's not the end of the world. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, uh, Keith Covington, okay, uh, after getting a 7 a.m. virtual queue reservation, my family finally got to ride it at last night at 6 30 p.m. I think you're in the wrong part, Keith. I think you're in the wrong continent. I think he's in the wrong continent, yeah. <laughs> uh, waited nearly 90 minutes for a five minute ride that was not at all worth it. Cars were so far away from the screens that you could see the floor, which ruined the immersion. See, I told you. <laughs> I think he's just complaining about the, but, but, it's it, that. But that's the point, isn't it? Like you're you're a rat. Yeah, you're you're yeah. a rat. It's not you're not meant to be like completely surrounded by the screen. Yeah, because I I, I think so. No, you're right. You're right. Or no, is he talking about, maybe he's talking about the bit, isn't there a bit where you go into like a big room and you are meant to be like in the screen? Oh yeah, and if you're, if you're, if you're in the worst spot in that bit, it's a bit pounds. Right, okay. Maybe, maybe that's the bit, because I, I was merrily thinking like the bit when he's like underneath the units and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, but maybe he is talking about that bit. Yeah, that bit can be pants depending on where you are. Yeah. Uh, and the story didn't make any sense. Even my eight-year-old hated it and not going to recover the drops in attendance at Epcot with this one, Walt Disney World. <laughs> oh, Keith. Nice one, Keith. Um, so he says, after getting a 7am virtual queue reservation, my family finally got to ride it last night. I don't know why he's saying last night. Is, is that just in context of review? Of the review, yeah. At 6.30pm. It's like, well, yeah. The I mean, virtual queue doesn't promise you a time. No, it also like at what position were you in the virtual queue? Were you like boarding group 90 or something, you know? Or, it I, also I doesn't know. guarantee but, you a ride. No, no, absolutely not. Um, because obviously, you know, the ride, it can be up and down yeah. throughout the day yeah. that impacts how many boarding groups they get through. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Alex K says, it was nice, can't fault, but you can get really dizzy without a warning at the entrance. Um Love the contradiction in, in a single sentence there. Can't fault it, <laughs> but got me really dizzy. One star review. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I feel like I feel like there probably are plenty of warnings. Yeah, I'll be honest. They normally have a massive board, don't they? Where they say, you know, if you've got legs, you're at risk. You know? Yes. Yeah. Any, all all of these sort of things, you know. Or yeah, you know. Any they they try and tick off everything just in case, especially in America, don't they? Because obviously, like the yeah, litigation. Well, there was a, there's a new ride opening at Bush Gardens, um, mm. and the, um, and again, like we we were watching uh, Tim Tracker, and he and he was reading the safety things, and it was like you must have <laughs> at least three limbs to really? to ride this. 
two of two of them must be like fully. Uh, oh no, you must have both working legs, and you must have at least one working arm. Okay. So presumably, someone with two prosthetic arms couldn't ride the attraction. Right. And it's very specific. That's weird, isn't and it? And it was like, like you cannot go on this ride if you are over like three hundred and something pounds. Right. That rules out a lot of Americans, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. Well, it's, so what's I wonder what the deal with the missing limbs is. Like, it must it must it's like a fly off. Maybe getting people in and out, and you know, well, it's one of those rides where on. like it, it it's like a spinner where you kind of go like a big swing. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe the yeah, the risk of it like a leg is flying off and knocking someone out, maybe. But I guess that's secure pretty well, aren't they? To, <laughs> yeah, to a degree, like. They 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 could say you have to remove any prosthetics. Yeah. Um, but that sounds like they're almost saying you have to actually have a limb to be able to ride this attraction. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. Uh Duncan Morris. Oh no, sorry, Lubos Canis says, uh drove drive a thousand kilometers to look from the outside to the queues and a lot of people. I'll never come here again. This park is a waste of time and money. You unnecessary man was Disney. I mean, look, okay. Lubos, you're, you're supposed to actually walk inside the, the park entrance to uh, experience the park. Yeah, you not, not look outside from a thousand kilometres away. Yeah, you're supposed to get in the queue if you want to get, get on the ride. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel that, that must have gone through a translator, right? Yeah. It's, but then it doesn't why, would you, why would you not just write it in your native tongue? Because yeah, Google well, supports yeah. different languages, right? Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, old. Duncan you Morris. Unnecessary man, Disney. Unnecessary man. <laughs> Duncan Morris says food was not very good and not many simple children's options. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We're really getting in today, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, man. And he's a local guide. Excuse me. My child is rather simple. Have you got any options for them? <laughs> uh, stay. <laughs> I didn't even read it like that. Oh, I did. That's how I read it. <laughs> <laughs> I see it now. I see it now, and it's brilliant. Steak really tough and overcooked. Cup of mint tea and chocolates offered to apologise. Mint tea. I can't think of anything worse. Second visit this time, and not as good as the first. Shame. They could do so much for each person's special visit. Nothing about the attraction here. No, I um, suspect he's talking about the restaurant. Yeah, I, I would suspect so. Yeah. yeah. Which I've, I've never been to, and... I haven't really fancied it, to be honest. No, like, I think it looks amazing. It does. I, I love the concept of it. Yeah. The, I think when I've looked at the menu, that's what's turned me off. Yeah. Um, yeah, the menu. Is, yeah, I mean, I'd eat there. Shame. I'd eat there. Right. Like, everyone that I could go to Paris with wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is weird, because you think it would be a little bit more family-friendly. Yeah, it's not considering very... It's, yeah, mm. considering it's like... Yeah, I, I, I like, I get it to a degree because it's like, oh, you know, it's meant to be like similar to the movie, I suppose, like bit, bit fancy French food. Yes, but you think, well, you know, it's based on a family attraction. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of it though. Yeah, like this, as I say, the setting looks brilliant. Yeah, uh, we'll read a, a couple more because we start to get into the translations in a second. Uh, in fact, now. Uh, Irene Ruiz says this: the place is beautiful and the food is very good, but forty minutes pass between the first and the second; it takes forever. 
Not sure. First and second, what, Irene? Or courses, maybe? Are we talking about the restaurant? Maybe. Oh, oh, she says the food is very good, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. So she's talking about the restaurant. Yeah. Um, Stephen Damerville. Damerville. Uh, frankly, having done the attraction several times, it's always worse and worse in terms of the effects. Obvious lack of maintenance. We no longer have the heat effects, the effects of vehicle movements. What do you mean the effects of vehicle movements? They just stationary the whole ride. <laughs> He's just in the loading bay for three minutes. He's in the test seat outside. Yeah, yeah. This ride is awful. <laughs> we no longer have the water projection effect at the end of the attraction. In short, if at Disneyland Paris, we can no longer have the attraction with all its effects, it's still dramatic. Thanks, Google Translate. Yeah, I don't feel like that last sentence makes a lot of sense. No, no. The rest of it was like, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. And it just drops off a cliff. Yeah. Um, Eduardo Borzo says, because I can't give it a zero, good quality food, lousy treatment after one and a half hour of waiting, they they didn't bring us the food. They made us lose a total of three hours in food with with two-year-old children. Okay. Oh, that's it. (laughs) This is the thing, though. Like, I will say, I will probably stop it there because of the... um, Reviews are getting ridiculous in terms of us not being able to read them because they're in various different languages. Although the interest, at... the next one is interesting. Okay, well, I'll, but... we'll, we'll read the next one. But like when you're at a fancy restaurant, which Disneyland Paris says that this place is, mm-hmm. is an hour and a half wait for food out of the question? Now, arguably, you could say if you had nothing, like if if you didn't have your bread service, if you weren't getting wine and things like that, that's that's really bad. Right. But if you place your order, I don't know, like... I don't know. Mark, maybe, but like a, a, maybe that is out, out of order. But I, 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 would, I would say an hour and a half wait for food is out. It would be out of order. Well, like, it does depend. So, so there is a restaurant in our hometown where you can order um, a massive steak, right? I can't okay. What it's called. But... It takes at least an hour to prep and cook. Right. So, is there something like this at that restaurant? I mean, I doubt it. I'm probably giving uh, Disneyland Paris way more credit than it deserves. Well, I think, I mean, I would be surprised at sort of many restaurants saying something, you know, your food's going to take like an hour to, to arrive because it's kind of like, well, you know, they prepare a lot of these meals to yes, some degree in advance yeah so even if you were making it from scratch you wouldn't necessarily always expect it to take an hour and a half and yet half of it is already prepared yeah and like the other half there's just some some of these places particularly in the parks obviously they're making them constantly in a presumably in anticipation yeah. of people ordering these things um oh so so the the item that i was referring to was a tomahawk share mm. a steak Okay. I saw one of my friends over the weekend and uh, he said that his wife and him ordered it. Right. An hour passed by, the waiter came and said, we're really sorry, the chef isn't happy. They spent an hour cooking it and right. said, you can have it, you can have it as it is. Yeah. Or what the chef would like to do is actually do it again. Oh. Um, okay. And they were like, well, we're, you know, we'll be making another round and they're like, you can have a bottle or two of wine free yeah so they were like okay yeah we'll wait what what did he do to it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know 
I don't. Know. I also don't know how it cook. It takes an hour to prep a tomahawk steak, but there we go. No, because it, I can't imagine. You know, it's probably it's probably thick. Yeah, but it's not that thick. It's not going to take a long time to cook. Well, it's sixty five quid, which it, I mean, it's not crazy money for a steak, really. Yeah, I mean, like you go to Disney World and you'll pay that much for a for for for, for a fillet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there you go. That's a bit strange. Yeah, it does make you wonder why it takes. I mean, obviously they're not going to have. Especially at sort of like a little restaurant in Worthing, they're not going to have sort of a lot of that stuff prepared because, like, they probably don't serve it that often. No, 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 that's true. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, how, how, why does it take an hour to prepare that? No, I don't know. But, yeah. but um, so we'll read one more from Eric Morgan, who says, "I'm disabled, and Disney has become a disgrace to people like me. I've been, I've been there since 1992, and all that time, I've never been so disappointed with a place that makes sense." Being happy and diverse since the new regulations, I feel more disabled uh, than ever. It's a complete dishonor knowing that I pay a subscription at more than 400 euros a year, uh, assuming that as a tra- poorly translated as annual pass. Yeah. And there's no more effort than that. The more we advance, the more the facilities for the handicap become more miserable. Because oh. I, I started reading that and I was like, you know, th- a disability thing. And I was like, oh, OK, that, you know, he might have a good point. Yeah, doesn't make but he makes he makes no points whatsoever about no. what what his actual gripe is. No. Um, OK, but that was a bit disappointing. Eric, if you're listening, mm. please write to us on, on Twitter at Theme Park Trader. And we'd like to hear what your issues are, because these are all important issues to highlight. Yeah, but yeah, it sounds exactly. Like, they could be not complete nonsense, but they sound like important issues to highlight. But we'd like to th- Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. If there's if if they're failing in some way, it's good to highlight it. Um, exactly. I mean, that's... he's probably not listening because he wrote it in French, so he probably's. Oh yeah, and there's not French, many, but... not going to be many French people listening to a British podcast. <laughs> no, just out of principle. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. But it's fine because it's recipro- reciprocal. So we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't do the same. No, 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 absolutely not. No. Um, so that's it for this week's show. Um, we'll be back next week for um, another show. Maybe we'll do uh, $150 in one of the theme parks again. Yeah. I'm feeling like uh, $150 in Epcot could be very quickly spent, but maybe <laughs> that will be our next destination. There you go. Uh, If you've enjoyed the show, please do leave us a review and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota and they'll haunt you until you return. (laughs) 